This is Pastor Jared Pollard, and you're listening to the ALC Daily Podcast. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that every person needs community that leads to encounters that causes growth. Join us as we dive into Scripture, share testimonies, and learn to become the hands and feet of Jesus in our everyday lives. Good morning and welcome to the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Pastor Jared Pollard. And this is Pastor Benjamin Davis. We are excited. We're talking about some cool stuff this we week. We are. Maybe a little controversial with my age group. I think it's only controversial with, you know, I shouldn't, it is controversial across the board because mm-hmm. I just read another author that uh, just basically slammed the principles mm. that we're going to be talking about today. That's right. Um, so it, it, maybe it is a, it's becoming more controversial across the board. It is. Um, and I think everything we're going to talk about, we haven't told you what we're going to talk That's about right. yet, but everything we, we're going to talk about. And we might not tell you for a few minutes we, just, we, to, we, just to keep <laughs> you on the edge of your seat. It's very intentional. That's right. This is a baby with the bathwater situation. Ah. Uh, we want to throw out the bathwater, mm. but don't throw the baby out mm. with the bathwater. You know, I read a background story. On uh-huh. why that was a thing, what, oh, yeah. where that saying came from. Uh-huh. So back in the day, mm-hmm. the the man of the house would get to bathe first. Well, who would be the nastiest person in the house? Uh-huh, yeah, the guy. The yeah. man uh-huh, of the house. Right, yeah. And then they would do it based off of age after okay. that going down. So by the time it got to the baby's bath, the water wasn't see-through anymore. Oh. <laughs> and so that's where it was, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Oh, you might it. not be able to see the baby in there. <laughs> oh, you can't see. Oh, it's, it's hard how, to discern. That's how dirty it is. That's how dirty the water is. <laughs> well, And the water is pretty dirty on this subject. Mm-hmm. Does God still believe in prosperity and success today? Now, notice how I phrase that. <laughs> because... You have to first just accept that in the Old Testament, prosperity and success is all over the place as sure? a general covenant thought, thought process. Are you sure? I'm positive. <laughs> it's not up for debate in the Old Testament. If you think it's up for debate, you're not reading your Bible you, enough. You're not re- And you need to get on the More Jesus Bible reading plan. <laughs> and you can read through the Bible in a year. It's amazing. There's and you book. will see that definitely God believed in prosperity and success. Yes, he did. So, th- so the question yes, is... Excuse me. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. There we go. But the question is, bring that in the New Testament. Is that still mm-hmm. a New Testament principle? Mm-hmm. And it's definitely been abused, and that's why the bathwater is yeah. being thrown out. But Absolutely. I believe there's a baby in here that we don't mm-hmm. want to throw out with the bathwater. Mm-hmm. Okay? But before we begin on that, ALC recommends on Monday, right? Here we go. And this morning, we're going to recommend an album by Matt Redman. 10,000 Reasons mm-hmm. happens to be my all-time favorite mm. album to date. It's an oldie but a goodie. It is an oldie, oldie but a goodie. You it's said a, you know a story on it's this. It's not too old. So this is from 2011. Uh-huh. That's how old this is. Uh-huh. That's ancient, right? That's ancient. Yeah, yeah. No. Um, so Matt Redman, uh, this, the song 10,000 Reasons mm-hmm. wasn't finished. Mm-hmm. He didn't have it done. Yeah. Um, and this what they were just in a recording session, and he decided, you know, we're just going to record it and see what happens. And he felt like it wasn't finished. And the producer heard the whole song, and he said, that's it. That's your title track for this album. Wow. That's what you've got to move forward with. This is something that the church needs to be able to sing. He didn't even think it was done. Mm. He didn't feel like it was good enough. Mm. Um, and the producer was like, that's what people need. They need that raw uh, response and ability mm-hmm. to sing to God. And I think if you've ever sang this song in a worship service, maybe we need to put this back in the worship rotation. It's been I a feel while. like we do. Um, so um, 
secret. We pre-record these episodes. We might sing this song before uh, we get to before we get to this podcast actually being released. Um, but uh, it gives us a raw ability to sing to the Lord just out of honesty mm-hmm. um, and authenticity, and it's amazing. Yeah, and it it and I I pull it back out every time I'm going on a mission trip. Mm. It's it's what I play while mm-hmm. I'm getting ready in the morning. Mm-hmm. It's something about it inspires me. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So we recommend bless the it. Lord, O oh my soul, and forget not all His benefits. That's Let's forget. go. Come on. <laughs> Which one of the benefits we believe is prosperity and success? We still believe is for today. Uh-huh. Does God still believe in prosperity and success for today? Now we mm-hmm. are going to pull from an Old Testament passage, mm-hmm. and it, it's in the book of Jeremiah. And Jeremiah is an interesting prophet. Um, yeah. He had a lot of negative things to say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he basically prophesied the doom and gloom of oh, Jerusalem yeah. is going to get wiped out. Judah oh, yeah. is going to get wiped out. Right. Moab's going to get wiped That's out. Right. Edom's going to get wiped out. Egypt's going to get wiped out. Everybody's going <laughs> to wi- get wiped out. I want and, you to go and buy a pair of undies. <laughs> nice, clean, tidy whities And I want you to go bury them in the cleft of the rock by the river and then leave them for a few days and I want you to go back and get them. They're useless. And that's what Judah is. <laughs> that's what he did. I'm telling you, it's pretty rough stuff, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and uh, of you course... Know, it, I named my fantasy football team the Devoted to Desolation because... <laughs> I've been uh, in Jeremiah and Revelation in my Bible reading, yeah. and you know, it just kind of came out. That might be what I'm soaking in at the moment. But, you know. He wasn't the most popular guy. No. And actually, all of that prophecy got him thrown in a cistern, uh, you know, and it, the scripture actually says that he's... With a bunch of dead guys. He sunk <laughs> in the mud. Yeah. Good times. Now they did rescue him out, and he got um, protection from the king. But he got he got um, imprisoned in the king's guard courtyard. Basically, he's in house arrest. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it can't can't leave, can't go, all of that, because the king secretly wanted to hear the Lord's prophecies. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so that's why I put him under house arrest, <laughs> so he could secretly hear the Lord's prophecies and then not listen, and, you know, and then and then not listen, not obey, not have the courage to follow through, all of that. In the middle of that, in the middle of Jeremiah's lowest point, mm-hmm. he had been in a cistern, he'd sunk in the mud, he was starving, he was dying. Mm-hmm. They rescue him out. Now he's in the court of the guard, no freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, the people around him are compromising. It's his low point. Mm-hmm. He'd be tempted to be depressed. Mm-hmm. The Lord speaks to him in Jeremiah 33, 3, call to me and I will answer you. And I will tell you great and hidden things that you have not known. Now, I want you to think about that scripture was used. Was that scripture used with you a lot in your formative years? It was not. Was not. This was really Mm-mm. popular in my formative years. Mm. It was um, It was like everybody quoted the scripture. Mm. And usually it was out of context, but it was still good. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's still a good word, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I if I called the Lord, he'll show me great and yeah. hidden things. Yeah. But... Uh, in context, Jeremiah is at his low point. Mm-hmm. He's prophesied the destruction of Jerusalem by the Babylonians, the destruction of Judah by the Babylonians, the destruction mm-hmm. of Edom, Moab, everybody, Egypt, everybody, Babylonians are going to conquer everybody. It's mm-hmm. going to be a disaster across the board. Mm-hmm. God's doing this. And the Lord picks his low point, his most depressed moment, his his down, just I'm, you know, I'm in prison, 
all of this to say, hey, you want to talk about something different? <laughs> and he says, if you do, call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and hidden things that, that we've not talked about yet. That's so, you know, Jeremiah did call to the Lord and the Lord answered him. And what the Lord spoke was verse six. Mm-hmm. Behold, I will bring all of this that I'm wiping out with Babylon back to health mm-hmm. and healing and I will heal them and reveal to them abundance of prosperity and security. Mm. Kaboom. Mm-hmm. Now, I hope I painted a picture. Prison, been in a cistern, been in the mud, mm. depressed, lowest point of all. Mm-hmm. And God says, let's talk about something I'm going to do after all this is done. Mm-hmm. After judgment comes, after the wipeout, my vision for my people is health and healing and abundance and prosperity and security. Mm. <laughs> and so you get a couple of chapters in Jeremiah where um, the Lord is speaking and saying, I want people to understand my long-term heart. Mm-hmm. He does do judgment, mm-hmm. but my long-term heart is for health and healing mm-hmm. and abundance of prosperity and security. Mm. That, that's his vision. It's his mm-hmm. heart. So the question, I suppose, for this morning is, if that's a theme in the Old Testament, this is God's heart, does it come into the New Testament mm-hmm. or do we need to throw it completely out? Mm-hmm. No, I think it continues because it's, you know, somebody asked me the other day, mm-hmm. um, why was the God of the Old Testament so angry and the God of the New Testament so loving, mm-hmm. you know, it's a common question to yeah. ask. The, the answer is, is that he's not any different than he was then, than he is now. That's he's, right. He's the, the same God of yesterday is the same God of today. Um, and if you, when you read the Old Testament, you see that the judgments that came from the Lord only follow about a hundred opportunities to repent. Yep. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's the only time that they come through and you realize he was loving all along. And But it, it would actually not be helpful to them. To not correct them. Right. It was more loving well, to correct them. It, than it, it was helps to study what was going on. I've got a, I'm one of my degrees is in history. Mm-hmm. I was intentional. It helps to study what was going on. Mm-hmm. Sacrifice your baby. Yeah. Your Awful firstborn stuff. baby. Absolutely. To have success in this war. Absolutely. Sacrifice your firstborn baby to build this city. Mm-hmm. Uh, the atrocities. Yeah were yeah. beyond it's true. our ability it's true. to really describe without making our stomach turn. It's true. So God was disciplining all of that. Mm-hmm. He was trying to get man to repent yes. to not be that to yes. do those kinds of atrocities. Absolutely. So there's there's that puts in context some of those judgments that were going on back Absolutely. then. Absolutely. Right? And so what a lot of people will do is they'll go to New Testament scriptures like the rich young ruler, mm-hmm. um, which we did on a Sunday morning a mm-hmm. few weeks ago. Right. Um, and, and they'll use that as justification for what some might call the poverty gospel, mm. um, which is you you must be the lowest of the low. Like mm-hmm. you, it's almost shameful. And godly is poverty. That's and, right. And it, yeah, okay. That's right. But then there's also this principle of when you are made low, the Lord will exalt you. Yeah. And that principle doesn't go away. Mm-hmm. And so what a lot of people do is they are idolizing poverty because they think it makes them holier. Right. But what is God actually accomplishing through your poverty? Mm-hmm. What is, I mean, that's a real question. Yep. What is he accomplishing through mm-hmm. you, through your poverty? Mm-hmm. 
I'm sure he's doing a lot of things personally, but in the long run, there's really not a lot going on. Right. Not. There's right. not a lot going on. Mm-hmm. And so if you can get past that mindset of poverty is holy, set up, set apart, mm. God actually wants to use resources that flow through your hands mm-hmm. to accomplish more than you could ever imagine. Yes. So we believe that the vision, God's vision for mm-hmm. prosperity and success does transition mm-hmm. into the New mm-hmm. Testament. Now, there mm-hmm. are some sticky wickets with it. There are. For yes. one thing, it's been... Is abuse too strong of a word? No, um, it's, it's been, been abused. It, it, it's been a, and, and I and, and I was told in this book that currently in Nigeria it's a problem mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. where it's being abused over there, pretty yeah. heavy over there. Yeah. Well, and that's where the rich young ruler comes into context. Right. Jesus was telling this guy, it's not a problem that you've been successful. Mm-hmm. It's a problem that you value your success over me. Yeah. And that comes back to I, I I've heard this before. How much money is too much money for mm-hmm. a person? Right. Well, one guy might be able to handle millions of dollars right because he can put the lord before that millions of dollars and mm-hmm. he's using that we we have a guy james percival mm-hmm. this guy has business savvy like nobody i have ever met mm-hmm. but the reason that and he'll tell you this that he attributes his success is because he puts the lord first mm-hmm. always and that guy has adopted so many children mm-hmm. and funded so much missions yep. because he realized that i can use this gift his ability to mm-hmm. make money yeah i mean Right. It sounds silly, but the mm-hmm. guy has the ability to make money. Yeah, he's going to put that into motion. And what's his goal for mm-hmm. salvations? Yeah, he has a, uh, he, a million. Goal. He a wants million. To, he wants to personally be responsible for a million salvations. Look at what prosperity can accomplish. Right. When you put Jesus first, yeah. And you know, I mean, mm-hmm. that's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. And he's well on the way to his and goal. He is well on the way. And so, um, there's a. I mean, that's the baby. Mm-hmm. That's the baby right yeah, there that we're right. trying not to toss out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, we're going to talk all week about this, but we're going to begin by answering the question, does God still believe in prosperity and success today? We believe that that does transition over into the New Testament. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it, it may be that the Lord uses a Jeremiah on you. In other words, it, you may be a low point. <laughs> And, yeah. and the Lord says, call to me mm-hmm. and I will answer you mm-hmm. and tell you some great and hidden things that you've not known. And then the, the revelation he wants to give you is I'm going to bring health and healing. I'm going to bring an abundance of prosperity and security. I want to reveal That's right. this heart of prosperity and security to you. That's right. Thank you for joining us today. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that through community in small groups and encounters with Jesus, you will have growth. Visit Abundant.us to learn more about ALC and how to join a small group. You can also join us on Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. in person or at 1045 in person or on our YouTube with our live stream community.